You're about to listen to a message from the Father's Church. The Father's Church is an assembly of believers committed to revealing the fatherhood of Almighty God to this generation through sound biblical teachings and corresponding moral conduct. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. Let's start from the, with the book of Numbers, chapter 22, from verse 1. It says, Then the children of Israel moved and camped in the plains of, of Moab, on the side of the Jordan, across from Jericho. Now Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And Moab was exceedingly afraid of the people, because they were many. And Moab was sick with dread because of the children of Israel. So Moab said to these elders of Midian, Now, this company will lick up everything around us, as an ox licks up the grass of the field. And Balak, the son of Zippor, was king of the Moabites at that time. Go on. We are going to verse 6. Then he sent messengers to Balaam, the son of Beor at Pethor, which is near the river in the land of the sons of his people. To call him, saying, Look, a people has come from Egypt. See, they cover the face of the earth and are sitting next to me. Therefore, please come at once. Curse these people for me, for they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I shall be able to defeat them and drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. Praise the Lord. I believe majority or all of us are familiar with this story. But I just want us to uh, apply what we heard on Sunday to this case study. Praise the Lord. From what we, we have just seen, Balak was a Moabite king and Balaam was a prophet or a sorcerer. Praise the Lord. And uh, he, he was known for his uh, blessing and cursing ministry. Praise the Lord. And uh, that he must have been doing it before they could uh, go to call him. He must have been doing it before that anybody he curses remain cursed, anybody blesses remain blessed. So, and King Balak wanted to capitalize on that to use him to weaken or to remove the guard or the cover over the children of Israel so that he'll be able to defeat them. But there's something I want to remind us concerning the children of Israel. The children of Israel were chosen, they were a chosen race at that particular point in time. They were the group of, if I could say, the born again at that time that God was preparing as his own people. Because every other person on the face of the earth were doing what do, do not please God. And God wanted to wipe every other person so that these ones will now be raised as a, a nation for God. Praise the Lord. But as much as they were chosen, as much as they were the beloved of God, God was not careless with his relationship with them. Praise the Lord. Um, we know the story. We discovered that later they sent for Balaam. Praise the Lord. Balaam sent for Balak. And then when Balak, because Balak agreed, though he was uh, somebody with a funny kind of ministry, 
But the fault about his ministry was that he believed the God of Israel and he, he believed other gods. Praise the Lord. That's, that was his fault. That was the error in his ministry. He believed in God, but he believed some other gods and he accorded them honor. So, he, he don't know the source of power. Maybe it is the kind of uh, soapy one that uh, Pastor just described. Only God knows. But he does those things. But at this particular point in time, because the children of Israel belonged to God, and God was with them, God restrained him. God warned him. In the first instance, for knowing God to be who God is or was at that time, and he, that he agreed to go with Balak, God was angry with him. In verse 22 of uh, chapter 22, the Bible made us to understand that God sent an angel to go and resist him, and he became an, an, an adversary to him on that mission. But at the end of the day, to cut the long story short, Balaam went, and then he was, he, he was given an instruction that this is the limit that you can go. Whatsoever I tell you is what you must say there. So God has set a limit for the, uh, the prophet of course. That these ones are blessed, so they cannot be cursed. Okay, if I will rush over, because I, I intended that to be longer than this, but I have to rush. What? Okay, praise the Lord. So what I want to bring out of this is that to remind us of what uh, that the Okeonusha told us on Sunday. The most important thing for us as children of God is to do everything in our power, no matter what it will cost us to maintain being on the side of the Lord. We should not allow anything to take us out of the side of the Lord. We, we saw that when Balaam got there, Numbers 23, help me go to 19, verse 19, Numbers 23, 19, instead of cursing, Meanwhile, he has told Balak to offer sacrifices, a lot of sacrifices. He said seven altars were made. And then, in so that he will be able to bribe God to agree with them to curse the children of Israel. Seven altars, one ram, one oxen. Praise the Lord. And uh, when it was time to open his mouth, there was no other thing. Unless he said, God is not a man. Somebody that went there to curse. Say, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do, do, or has he spoken, or will he not make it good? Go on to 24. He said, Behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. I don't know how many of us are believing that they have been cursed at a particular altar, and uh, a particular person from the generation to pass has said something. If you are in Christ, you can hear this one was even in the Old Testament because God was with them, because they are on the side of the Lord. He said, He has blessed, I cannot reverse it. He has not observed iniquity in Jacob. See all the things that we have been, we have been talking about because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Don't forget, you. Are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, peculiar people. He said, This is who we are to God. We are special, even more special 
than this set at this particular point in time because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So he says, he has not observed iniquity in Jacob, nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. The Lord is, his, the Lord is God is with him, and the shout of a king is among them. God brings them out of Egypt. He has strength like a wild ox. For there is no sorcery against Jacob, nor any divination against Israel. It now must be said of Jacob and Israel, Oh, what God has done. Praise the Lord. And so on and so on. Instead of cursing, Balaam was blessing the children of Israel. This, this thing happened three times. He will go and they will come. And it is blessing and blessing and blessing. Praise the Lord. So what I want us to observe here is in many parts on the, on the side of the children of Israel. And I want us to keep an eye on Balaam, a prophet also. Praise the Lord. But before we go, I want us to check the book of Joshua. Because we, we, the Bible made us to understand that it was God that delivered Israel. Praise the Lord. Joshua 24, 9 to 10. Joshua 24, 9 to 10. He said, Then Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose to make war against Israel and sent and called Balaam, the son of Bel, to curse you. Verse 10. But I will not listen to Balaam. I just want us to see this place. Therefore, he continued to bless you. So I delivered you out of his hand. This is what God does. That is the reason why we must maintain being on the side of the Lord no matter what happens. Even if we put AK-47 on our head, you should not make that mistake. The fact that we leave this earthly body, earthly vessel, does not mean that we are, we have, we have, we are, we are wasted. Praise the Lord. We, the real you is the spirit in you. Praise the Lord. That real you that is born again is the one that is going to heaven. Even if this body goes down, we are not at disadvantage at all. Praise the Lord. So nothing should scare us. Nothing should make us afraid. Praise the Lord. He said, I am the one that delivered you from Israel. Let's see Nehemiah 13, 2. I just want to make it clear that, okay, he said, because they have not met the children of Israel with bread and water. This is what, uh, okay, let me go on. He said, but hired Balaam against them to cause them. However, our God turned the curse into a blessing. So why are you saying somebody has, has cursed you and you are a child of God? Praise the Lord. It's a God that turns curses to blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. And by reason of what we are studying tonight, in the name of Jesus Christ, even if there is any curse upon anyone here, it is turned to blessing in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 8.10. He said, take counsel together, but it will come to nothing. Speak the word, but it will not stand. For God is with us. The only reason is because God is with us. Is God with you as a child of God? Praise the Lord. He said, even if they take counsel together, it does not matter how many streams or how many rivers they cross. It does not matter what kind of set of people they are. It does not matter how acclaimed power 
that they may claim to have. He said, even if they take counsel together, no matter what secret agenda, it will come to nothing. Why? Because it is our God that has the control of everything. Praise the Lord. So, God turned against the people by himself at the end of the day. What happened? Because after they have tried the first time, they tried the second time, they tried the third time, it was just blessing, blessing, and blessing. So, at the end of the day, they back out. But we noticed something in Balaam. I want us to turn a little bit to Balaam now. Balaam has been promised a fortune that if you are able to do this, I will do this for you. This is the promise of Balak to Balaam. But Balaam, it was a mouth-washing uh, promise. But Balaam's mind did not leave this thing. His mind was on it. So at the end of the day, I've been reading the story, but when I saw all these ones, I was trying to search, because the first place I first saw was in the book of Revelation that revealed to us that it was it is the doctrine of Balaam. That that doctrine is a doctrine of Balaam. Praise the Lord. So I was wondering. But at the end of the day, the Holy Spirit later showed me where it was. What happened? Balaam took side with Balak. Balaam moved from where he was living and he went to pitch his tent with them over there. And then he was the one that now advised Balak on the only weapon that they can use to crack the hedge over Israel. And what weapon was it? Let's just read from the book of uh, Numbers 25 from verse 1. Numbers 25 from verse 1. It said, Now Israel remained at Acacia Grove, and the people began to commit harlotry with the women of Moab. Two, they invited the people to the sacrifices of their gods, and the people ate and bowed down to their gods. And our God is a jealous God, you remember? So Israel was joined to Baal of Peor. And the anger of the Lord was aroused against Israel. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of the people and hang the offenders before the Lord, out in the sun, that the fierce anger of the Lord may turn away from Israel. Verse 5. So Moses said to the judges of Israel, Every one of you kill his men. We were joined to Baal of Peor. Praise the Lord. Because of our time, we stopped there. We have, we have seen what happened there. God that was with them, and nobody could curse them. The same God that was with them, and nobody was able to tamper with them. They met different kinds of nations in their own territory. They overpowered them. They took their land as possession. Praise the Lord. Why? Because God was with them. It was not by power, nor by their might. Exactly the same thing as it is with us today. Not by power, nor by might. If God is with you, if God is with us, there is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no adversary that can stand against us and prosper. Praise the Lord. That is what we should remember. But this same God is a consuming fire. We have heard it several times in this church. Our God is a jealous God. He said, God, who is jealous, is a jealous God. We were made to understand that they joined themselves to Baal. Praise the Lord. This is a warning to everyone that steps out of their matrimonial bed and goes out. Joining 
ourselves to other women makes us look monstrous before our father. You're supposed to appear like a son of God before him. You're supposed to have father-son relationship. But if a child has two heads, I don't think they will allow that kind of child to leave the hospital. Praise the Lord. They will help the child to go back to wherever it's coming from because it will not be compatible with this realm. Praise the Lord. So, what we are trying to say is that if you are joined to a wife, then you don't need to be joined to another person again. If you do so, you appear like a monster before God. And the best thing you will be good for is hell. Praise the Lord. I'm not being judgmental. It's the word of God. So, sacrifices and offerings do not replace righteousness. You should remember this. Sacrifices and offerings do not replace righteousness. What God is asking from, from us in this season, don't forget, the, Daddy starts by saying we, he was discussing with us about what spiritual warfare. Ah, when I heard that one on Sunday, you know, Bible students, my mind went to Ephesians chapter 6. In fact, if I had Bible in my hand, I would have gone there that this is where Daddy was going. I don't think he even opened that place at all. Praise the Lord. It came from a different dimension. That was the Holy Spirit. What is he asking us for? Is righteousness. Righteousness. The only weapon we have at this time, the only effective weapon that we have is not AK-47. It's not to fortify ourselves with anything from any particular shrine. It's not to do anything outside. It's not a weapon that is physical. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We have heard this several times. We have read this several times. The weapons of our warfare are spiritual. And the basis of everything is righteousness. Praise the Lord. Righteousness. Let's see what the book of Micah says. Micah 6 from verse 5 to 8. It says, Oh, my people, remember now what Bala the king of Moab counseled. And what Balaam, the son of Beor, answered him from Acacia Grove to Gilgal, that you may know the righteousness of the Lord. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with cows a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression? the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul. He has shown you, O oh man, what is good and what the Lord requires of you to do justly, to love mercy, to walk humbly with your God. Praise the Lord. Out parts of the kind of sins that we need to confess all the time are the kind of thing that goes on in our heart. That's where personally me, I need deliverance from. And I'm praying for mercy every day. Because even while I was coming to church this evening, some kind of thoughts, horrible, terrible thoughts, passed through my mind. You know all these Okada riders? One of them drove uh, or rode in front of us and even raised his leg like this, as if he had a spare uh, life at home. That even the moment we hit him and uh, his head breaks, he will go and pick the other one. Praise the Lord. And the kind of, the way they, they behave in this, our suburb, is that the moment anything happens to anyone, whether it's the one that's fought, or it is the driver, or the car owner is the one that fought, all of them will gather like sand. 
and they can even burn the car. They can be the person, we have been, even been hearing stories. Praise the Lord. I was imagining that if I have this kind of power that Pastor was talking about, I would just assign them to face themselves, to impierce. Uh, you'll be, be beating yourself until I come back. That was what was going on in my heart. But this is wickedness. Why? Because we are being pressurized to begin to think wicked thoughts. Praise the Lord. There are a lot of things that goes on around us to make us to begin to think outside what we are supposed to be. Praise the Lord. They came and they were flaunting. He went secretly to go and be the consultant to Balak. He said, these people, I know this kind of set of people. The only way out is to do what? To begin to set some baits for them. Make sure we seduce them into idolatry. Let's seduce them into fornication and adultery. Let's seduce them into stealing. The moment they begin to sin against their God, then their hedge will be removed. That is the, that is the doctrine of Balaam. Praise the Lord. And that was what the effective weapon that Balak applied and then the hedge of Israel was removed at that time. Praise the Lord. And at the end of the day, the compassionate God, the loving God who chose Israel, rose against Israel. His anger turned against Israel. And he gave that instruction. Not out of his wish, not because he delighted in doing that, but because he's a God that frowned at sin. He frowns at unrighteousness. Praise the Lord. So, what are we saying tonight? Make sure you do not permit anything that will separate you from God. The only thing that brings separation from God is sin. Praise the Lord. Don't forget uh, from the beginning. This is the source. This is where it came. It comes in different kinds of forms to lure us out of the will of God. To lure us out of favor with God. And what will he be doing? Be flaunting different kinds of things to tempt us. Temptations. Either in the way of provocation, if you apply that, it is not working. We change the gear to another thing. We come to live in different kinds of forms. And that is the reason why the Bible says we should be sober. We should be vigilant. Say why? Because the devil, your adversary, he said, is roaming, going up and down, seeking whom he may devour. Praise the Lord. And he's doing it every day. He's doing it in the low level, at personal levels. He's doing it at higher levels, in congregational levels, in national levels, in different levels. He's doing it. Praise the Lord. Different kinds of provocations. Praise the Lord. So, that is why we need to be very, very careful. In the camp that day, we are made to understand that 24,000 people died. 24,000 children of Israel that God has been preserving and protecting he allowed them to go. Why? Because they have joined themselves to Baal. What are the kind of things that the devil is flaunting before you? What are the kind of things that the devil is flaunting before me today? We need to be watchful. We need to be vigilant. We are on the face of this earth with different sets of people, with different kinds of background. They are hearing different kinds of messages that are different from our own. To whom much is given, much is expected. We have a God 
who has his own standard. He has his own instruction that he has given to us, and we must follow it. I pray that the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. So we must be careful of whatever we do. We are spiritual people. And so we must approach every battle spiritually. And that was what we heard on Sunday. That this is spiritual warfare. We heard on Sunday that if the Lord has given us, he said, nothing can happen without permission. If permission is given for evil, it is because humans have given foundation for it. Then, we were made to understand in the book of Matthew 18, 18, that we have authority to bind. That when we bind on earth, the actual place where the binding is done is in heaven. But if we are binding on earth, and they are not giving us endorsement, then we should check. We are in Nigeria today. Different kinds of rubbish that is going on, they are nothing for God. But God will not come down to come and intrude into this earth because he has given it to us. The only way we can invite him is by prayer. By the word, the sword of the spirit that we apply. Praise the Lord. The kind of order, the kind of decrees that we issue. But we are being made to understand that your decree will not hold any water if you have compromised. And the standard of God is very high. He does not joke with it. Praise the Lord. And we are being made to understand on Sunday, and this is the basis for this message, is that if we say we have been praying, because churches have been praying in Nigeria, we have vigils, we have day vigils, we have night vigils, we have morning vigils, we have different kinds of vigils. Even in our own homes, we pray. But why are things not happening the way we expect it to? Why has the hand of the adversary, why has the adversary not been silenced? We are being made to understand that the number of the righteous is not complete yet. Praise the Lord. And this is where we need to check ourselves. What are the kind of seditions that we have alluded into? What are the kind of things on individual basis? Because when we are talking about righteousness, it is not a congregational one. It is individual people's righteousness that will come together to form the congregational one. Praise the Lord. So I'm talking to you as individuals, as I'm talking to myself as an individual. What are the kind of things that we are doing that is below the standard of God or that is contrary to the will of God? Are you still with God? Are you still on the side of God? Are there some things that we are doing that count out and remove us from the number of the righteous in Nigeria? Praise the Lord. The Bible says, the earnest expectation of creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. The sons of God are the righteous ones. Those ones that have the right standing before God. You remember what that prophet said. He said, before God, whom I stand. Praise the Lord. If he did not have any stand before God, that kind of standing that was mentioned in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, Ephesians 6.10. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wise of the devil. You see the wise now. That means there are some things, there are some tricks that is playing exactly the same formula that he used for Eve that later corrupt Adam himself too. He's still applying it today. It's wise. Praise the Lord. He said, put on the whole armor that we may be able to 
stand against the wise of the devil. Go on. He said, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Different kinds of manipulation that is going on today, the origin is not the physical people that we see. It's our spiritual root. Praise the Lord. It's our spiritual root. But against principalities, against powers, these are the ones that are meeting every day to design different kinds of things that they can use as stumbling block for you and I. And we should be aware of this. That when you are sleeping, Satan is not sleeping. His cohorts are not sleeping. They are designing different kinds of stupendous things every day to present a stumbling block. Balaam went to pitch his tent with Balak and they designed a method by which they can bring Israel down so that his guard will be removed. And they did this successfully because the children of Israel were not careful. They became careless. Against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to do what? Stand. We have come back to that standing. The kind of stand we are talking about is not this, time, this one that I'm doing. It's not the one that uh, we say you are sitting, I am standing. Praise the Lord. It's not uh, I am sitting, you are, uh, you are sitting, I am standing, as it is now. It's not the physical one. The physical one, what kind of stand do you have before God? Satan knows. You remember the seven sons of Sceva? Because Satan knew that they did not have any stand with Christ. He challenged them. He said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you people? Only one person. He rose against seven people. And they said they, they didn't have the opportunity. They didn't have the, the opportunity of passing, escaping through, through the door. Praise the Lord. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Do you have a stand before God? Is your righteousness qualified to stand before God? Is your righteousness the quality that God can reckon with and say, have you considered my servant Nathaniel? Or have you considered my servant, just the way he said, have you considered my servant Job? Job is an example of somebody whose righteousness was standard enough to be boast about by God. If we have this kind of set of people, and according to the number required, these people are meat for us. Praise the Lord. Because it is not by our power, it is not by our mind. And what is requesting us to do so that we remain on his side is not hard. He said we should put on the whole armor of God. Salvation. These are the armors that we should put on. Not AK-47. Praise the Lord. It's not that we should go and be building ourselves up so that when they come, we give fire for fire. We don't have any fire that we want to present to anybody except we want to die first. Praise the Lord. It says salvation. Is your heart renewed? Have you really repented? Is there any thorough change of mind in you? Is there any inward godliness in you? Is there genuine love for God? Because... Balaam too was called a prophet. But what kind of prophet was Balaam? Praise the Lord. Balaam was a man ready to obey God's command as long as he could profit from doing so. He is ready to obey God's command as long as there's something that will come to him. Is that the reason why you are serving God? It is just because of that thing you are asking God for. And as early as you get it, you are on your heels. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Our God is not looking at faces. God is looking at our hearts and is interested in our hearts. 
May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Righteousness. Is that the breastplate of righteousness? That's what God is asking for you. He's asking us to live a life, a righteous life. It's not until when somebody's seeing us or when somebody uh, after us is, is watching us. It does not matter whether somebody is there or not. God seeks, he sees the secrets of our hearts. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. He expects us to walk in faith. Is there any, anything that is not of faith? It's sin. He expects us to walk in truth. He expects the, the two edges sort to remain in our mouth. What are we saying? We heard it on Sunday. What are the kind of confessions that we make? When we are in church, we, we have some registers that we use in church. But the moment we leave church, we remove our jacket of church. And then we put on the jacket of the world. And then when people are hearing us, they will find it difficult to say, is this the same brother that sang on the altar? Is it the same brother that was an usher in church? Is it the same person that is a deacon or deaconess? Praise the Lord. Because the moment the anger bursts, when it comes upon you, you lose your guards. And different kinds of things begin to come out. Praise the Lord. And we need to be very, very careful. He said, be sober, be vigilant. That means we need to check and process whatever is coming out of our mouth because we are priests of God. The Bible says, the Lord Jesus Christ has made us to be kings and priests unto his Father. If that is what we are, we wage this war with the words of our mouth. The adversary is, watch, is waiting for what to say. Whatsoever you say is waiting for it. And he's taking it to go and take permission. Praise the Lord. So, whatsoever we say is using it to take permission. If you know this is how we are, and this is what the Holy Spirit is revealing to us now, the Father's Church is enough to rescue Nigeria from all these, uh, all these bandits. Praise the Lord. We can stay here and make decrees, and it will be effective anywhere anything may be going on. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. I don't know if God is asking for 50 in the Father's church, if we have 50. I don't know if we have 10. I don't know if we have 5. Only God knows. Because I, don't, I can't see your heart. You can't see my own. But this is the requirement of God tonight. That we should be on his side. And it is by what you do. It is not by the church you attend. It is not by the kind of pastor that you have. It is not by the kind of uh, father that gave birth to you or the kind of experience, or how much of the Bible you know, but how much of the doing are you doing? How much of the practice? May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. So, we should take sin seriously, because sin breaks our fellowship with God, as it was in the beginning. So, it is till today. What drove Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden was what? Sin. Praise the Lord. Why? Because God cannot dwell with sin. The moment they ate the forbidden fruit, it introduced a virus into them. And they became incompatible with the realm of God. We ought to be having koinonia, constant connection between us and God. They are supposed to be constant. They are supposed not to be any network failure between us and our Father. Constantly, every hour of the day. Because what we even need to say, the decrees that we need to issue, the, the Lord Jesus Christ showed us the example while he was on earth. Everything that he did. He said, whatsoever I see my father do, that's what I do. Praise the Lord. So, that means he hears what he says. They wanted to catch him by his words. The people that they sent, they said, Kai, I've never seen a man 
talk like this in my life. He said, you have not got anything to, uh, to hold him, to nail him. He said, I've never seen a man that talks like this. Why? Because God was with him. The only time God turned his face was when he was on the cross. After he has carried all our sins. You see it again? The son of God that God was with constantly, constantly from the beginning of, the, of his ministry on earth. It was when he carried sin. So you see how much God hates sin. God abhors sin. It was at that point that he shouted, Eli, Eli, lama shabachthani. Because God turned his face away from his son for the first time. So how much more you, how much more myself. So if sin breaks, we must take sin seriously. It's not something that we say, hey, I just see myself falling into it again. You are not serious. If you know how serious it is, then we take it seriously. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. We confess our sins to remove the barrier of fellowship that our sin has put between us and our Father. That's the reason why we confess our sins. When we, we are giving our lives to Christ, we confess our sins to be acceptable to God so that God will accept us. But after we have become born again and we see, find ourselves into different kinds of sins, no matter how little it may look to us, it matters. We still need to confess so that it will not bring a barrier to fellowship because it insulates the koinonia. It insulates the flow of life between us and our Father. It separates us from the source. And if this one is done, what the devil is trying to do is isolation to what? To slaughter. And it will not prosper in your life and in my life in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't let it be difficult for you to ad admit your fault and your shortcomings. A lot of people have problems with this. Even when you are trying to let them see where they have missed it. They will say, even you, you yourself, you want to tell me that you don't do that kind of thing? I mean, why, are you, why are you being uh, holier than thou? Praise the Lord. You are being judgmental. Why? At least consider, admit that you have done it. Some people do it even to God. You are, you are surprised. Maybe you remember Cain. How did Cain respond to God when God asked him about Abel? He said, am I my brother's keeper? So did you, am I the one that is uh, the security guard over him? Go and look for him now. Don't disturb me. Praise the Lord. Don't pretend that you are strong. A lot of us run into error because we believe that we are strong. A mere king, like pastor usually say. And then we, we joke with some kind of things. But this adversary is very subtle. We need to be very careful. Be humble and be honest. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Do not fear to reveal your sin to God. He knows them already. It's just that it's a requirement that we must confess our sins anytime. And we thank God for the privilege. The Lord Jesus Christ has made it so easy for us to repent. You can imagine if you have to come here, they say, if I come in fornication, I must bring a turtle dove or 12 turtle doves and whatever, whatever, and I'll be going from village to village to buy them. And then I will now bring them here. You can imagine how this place will look like. Praise the Lord. It will have been so difficult. But he has made it so easy for us. It is just with the word of our mouth. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ. And it is done. It is done. Praise the Lord. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus Christ. So, one thing that we should remember all the time is that God will not put you away. 
for any reason. As long as we keep coming, no matter what you have done, the rest explanation we have heard it from at the beginning of this message that it should not be something that we are planning just because God does it. The planning aspect or the intentional aspect is the reason why God condemned the Old Testament system of repentance. That I will take this thing and I will take that one and I will go and confess my sin to the priest. Why? Because if I see a fair complexion lady, the type and the shape that I like, and I look at my backyard and I have all the requirements, I will just go for it. And after that, I will go and take those things to go and present to God. Is it not animal that you want to eat? It's real that you want. And God got angry with it that this thing is disgusting. And he decided to change it. Praise the Lord. Why? Because of the heart of men. He thought animals would be precious to the kind of people that he was raising as his own people. The children of Israel. They were shepherds. They rear animals. And they are animals just as we have seen today with the herders. Their animals are more important to them than even human beings. Praise the Lord. So they prefer that a human being die than their animal dies. That was why God chose that. But when they abuse it, God wiped that one aside too. What God is looking for is your heart. I pray that the Lord will help us in the name of Jesus Christ. In the book of Numbers 14.8, Caleb and Joshua made a statement. They said, if the Lord delights in us, he will take us into that land. He will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Is the Lord delight in you with that thing that you are doing? I want us to bow our heads and pray. Just talk to God. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, every way I have missed it, everything that is standing, every barrier between me and you, everything that is standing between me and you as a barrier, Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy. Confess your sins to God. It's another opportunity. Let's go before the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Ask God for mercy. Say, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from every unrighteousness. Let's go before the Lord. Just lay it bare. Lay it bare. Because he sees your heart. There is nothing that is hidden before him. Nothing is hidden before God. God is looking for an army. That can, those who are standing before God. Lord, I, have to, I want to have a stand before you. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, my helmet of salvation. Lord, it's not standing right. Help me to adjust it. Lord, I receive grace, oh Lord, to, 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 to place it properly in the name of Jesus Christ. So that anything the enemy is bringing will not be able to hit my head. Lord, in that, my, my breastplate of righteousness, let it be in place. Lord, in this area, in this area, mention it to God. You know yourself. Lord, is seeing your heart. Lord, I am in my belt of truth. Lord, to be speaking the truth always. I will, oh Lord, I ask that to deliver me from lying. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every form of deception. Father, have mercy on me. Deliver me in the name of Jesus Christ. I receive grace tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord is so gracious, he's so merciful. By the power of the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. That same power is available for you to receive sin. To fight against sin. That same power is available for all of us to receive sin, receive help, receive help by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus to overcome everything that is your area of weakness in the name of Jesus Christ.
You've been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. 9 a.m. on Sundays and 6 p.m. on Wednesdays. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 703 You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you.